Amen. All right, let's grab our Bibles. We're going to go to a couple of places, Matthew chapter number 28, and then Acts chapter number 1 uh, tonight as we continue uh, our thoughts from this morning about uh, the gross omission, uh, and that is us not uh, obeying the Great Commission. And I want to just uh, spend a couple more minutes tonight uh, with some thoughts about it, uh, and we're going to begin reading uh, in Matthew chapter number 28. This is uh, the passage which we would call the Great Commission. Uh, it's a parallel passage with the one we're going to read uh, from the book of Acts. And then in each gospel account, like in Mark 6, uh, 16, uh, verse 15, where it says, And he said unto them, Go ye in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And by the way, I won't spend time on it, but uh, we, when we preach the gospel, it needs to be to people. All right? Uh, and uh, the confrontational soul winning... Uh, talking to people. Uh, of course, uh, we've got to do our best face-to-face. There's just something that, uh, that is, um, uh, that's better. With technology, uh, technology has become a crutch uh, in many respects for pretty much everything. Uh, people don't have conversations. <laughs> uh, I try to be um, more conversation-centered in the sense like, okay, like one of the things I despise doing, I just do not like texting. Uh, I, I don't like it. Uh, and, uh, and so um, if, you t- if you text back and forth, just know that. Um, just get it over with. Whatever it is, do that. But go back and forth, uh, you know. And so uh, I oftentimes, I'll just get a smiley face or whatever because I just don't want to be doing it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I would rather, I'd rather have conversations on the telephone uh, or face-to-face. Uh, and I think uh, we should all, it's not part of the message, it's a rabbit. right out of the, I haven't read my text, I'm chasing rabbits. Uh, is that we, um, uh, you should be as analog uh, as possible, all right? Um, some of our kids don't know, if you wrote them a letter in cursive, they wouldn't even know what it says because uh, they don't learn it. Uh, and um, so there's a lot of things that, are, uh, that have been lost uh, with the, uh, you know, technology as advanced, and uh, we need more, uh, more personal uh, one-on-one conversations, sitting across tables, having meals, and, uh, and, uh, and just uh, all of that uh, is important. Uh, so to witness to people uh, is what God's called us to do, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And uh, so we do that. And God, of course, is speaking of human beings. We're not to preach the gospel to rabbits and, uh, and everything else, uh, but uh, we are to go and we're to do that. In Matthew chapter 28, Verse number 18, the Bible says, And Jesus spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Uh, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things what tribe commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. <clears throat> so this morning we looked at uh, the main part of, of going and, and that we are to be a witness. We are to preach the gospel to people. Uh, and we'll see more people. And remember, God does the saving. Do you, do you agree with that? Say amen. He saves. Uh, we give people the gospel. We trust that God will do what God does and hold the Holy Spirit will bring conviction and, uh, and that people will be uh, born again. That is all a work of grace and it's a work of the Spirit of God. There's, there's nothing that we should do. Technique, uh, you, know, uh, you know, words you're saying, how you're saying them, tone, all that. Um, it's not that those aren't important. I think you should, you know, uh, use breath mints. Uh, you know, there shouldn't be anything that would get in the way uh, uh, or be a distraction from the Word of God and what you're, you're, so none of that stuff is off limits, but that's not why people get saved. 
because you had some savvy way of, of explaining the gospel uh, or, or whatever. There are two ways uh, that we, we influence people. I mentioned this yesterday uh, to, to one of our men. We influence people either by uh, manipulating them uh, or by inspiring them. Uh, and uh, in what soul winners have done, because people write books about soul winning, and most of those books deal with uh, technique uh, and how to, how to get somebody to make a decision. Uh, and uh, and as, as much as I understand the mentality behind that, and the, uh, the spirit behind that even, um, we, it's, it's not about us, it's not about our technique. And, and as a matter of fact, you can be a terrible, terrible communicator, uh, and just flub through all the words of the, of the gospel message in the Romans Road, and somebody still gets saved. Um, has nothing to do with you. Never pat yourself on the back. In fact, I've never got into uh, the practice of even writing the names down uh, of the people, the converts, the people that I've led to Christ, um, because, because I don't want uh, to necessarily have a record uh, that points to something that I've done, uh, because it's all uh, of the Lord. So uh, in this, uh, this commission, uh, there are um, several commands uh, that God, some say three, four, some say six, as you break it all down. And then there are two promises. All, God's telling us to go and, uh, and to teach and baptize, etc. cetera. Uh, but he says two promises. You're going to have uh, the power of God that I give you. Uh, this is gospel spirit-filled power. Uh, it is not, and, and it's for, the power that God gives us is for uh, evangelizing people. Uh, it's to, it's, it's, he, and then he says, not only that, but I'm going to be with you always, uh, even unto the end of the world. And so when the Bible says, uh, even unto, the, he's going to be with us, even unto the end of the world, I know that God has a plan uh, for the age uh, that we're involved in and that his presence goes before us. There's a corporate um, uh, church uh, together promise for us as we, uh, as we fulfill that commission. But there's also an individual promise with that because uh, God is always with us uh, and, uh, and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Uh, and so as we engage in being a gospel witness, we have promises, uh, we have commands. Uh, so there's the going, there's the, uh, the winning, there's the baptizing, there's the discipling. All of that uh, is part of the Great Commission. Now, um, I'm going to assume, um, and I think safely so, because I understand what the Bible teaches in regards to being a witness, uh, and we focused on that this morning. It's, it's um, for every Christian. Uh, it's a command for us to go uh, and to do this. So back in Acts, uh, in chapter number 1, uh, if you'll turn there, uh, so, so we're just jumping ahead. Uh, I just believe everybody in here understands what the Bible says. Everybody is supposed to be a witness. When you're not a witness, uh, when you're of, uh, if you're not sharing the gospel, you're in error, uh, and, uh, and it's a sin, and you'll give an account for that. Uh, and I know that there are people this morning, I can tell by uh, some facial expressions and some body language, uh, that uh, they're a little... Um, you know, I'll say frustrated, angry, or whatever, uh, when I lay it on thick and say, this is something you got to do or you're not right with the Lord. Um, and uh, so there's things that you shouldn't do. And there's lists of them in the Bible. Um, if you, if you want to be pleasing to the Lord, there are also things that we're supposed to do. There are sins that we commit, sins of commission. There are sins of omission. Uh, stuff that we leave out in our life uh, that God has told us to do that we're not doing. 
soul winning uh, by some statistics, like I mentioned, 95% of Christians today do not, do not witness. Again, you don't have to come to Saturday uh, saturation uh, and, uh, to be a witness. You can be a witness at work. Uh, you can share the gospel with people outside of organized soul winning. Um, I would just, of course, obviously like to see more people come out uh, for outreach because it's not even simply us obeying God in, in, in reaching people uh, with the gospel and inviting people to church. Uh, part of uh, the um, continuing in what has been given to us is fellowship. Uh, it's being with one another uh, as a church body and then going out and fulfilling what God has asked us to do. Uh, so it's not, it's, it's not just coming out so you can say, I've been there, my attendance, you know, uh, check the box. Uh, there are many, there's ancillary benefits uh, to all of that. Now, uh, so uh, if we could all just agree we're supposed to be soul winners, um, that'd be great. Let's say amen. All right, supposed to be. Now, I was listening to a talk radio host the other day uh, about, uh, he's talking about everything, uh, but with the coronavirus and masks and things, and uh, he puts out some simple logic. And here's, here's his logic. If the masks work, why don't they work? All right, so, uh, you know, if the shots work, why don't they work? All right. And, and there's very simple logic involved with everything under the sun uh, and, uh, and then in other directions. If, uh, if, if we believe soul winning uh, is, is what God's commanded us to do, then why don't we go soul winning? If we believe the book, we need to live the book. Uh, and, uh, and which kind of leads me into um, what I, the comments I want to make from, uh, from Acts 1. Uh, so I'm on my way back uh, the, this last week <coughs> on an airplane, uh, coming back from the memorial for Brother Quinlan. And while I was uh, waiting to get on the plane uh, in uh, um, Kansas City, uh, there was a, a man uh, standing there. I uh, had uh, Bluetooth um, devices in his ears, and he was on the phone. He looked like a businessman. Uh, he was a real um, tall guy, big guy. He must have been you know, a football player in college or whatever. And, and so I'm a nosy sort. Uh, so I kind of, you know, I'm like, I'm wondering what he's doing, right? And so I kind of go over and stand by him, and I'm just listening as he's talking. Uh, and, uh, and so he got off the phone with this meeting, and, uh, and I asked him, I said, I said what do you do? Uh, and he said, I'm in, in medical devices. Uh, and, uh, and he uh, explained a little bit about uh, I said, is it a specific device? Yes. Uh, and he said, I used to be um, uh, an orthopedic surgeon um, before I went into this. And I'm like, oh, let me tell you. And gonna, he goes, yeah, that's what I used to do. I used to f- fix shoulders and arms and whatever. And, and, uh, and so uh, he uh, was uh, telling me a little bit about uh, what he had done. And, and so we get on the plane, and sure enough, he's like, I'm in the, on the aisle seat, and he's right there. So he starts another um, must have been like a, a Zoom, Zoom meeting or a phone thing. And, he, and, he, and right before uh, he told them that, uh, that he was going to mute himself on the call, um, he was talking about uh, their, their company's um, ethos, all right? Uh, what, they, what they believe in, what's their mission statement and, and stuff. And all those things interest me. But when he said ethos, 
Um, I went all kinds of places in my head about my sermon uh, for today, uh, which brings us into this path. So I'm, I, I don't know Greek. Just if uh, you know, I know I know euros, uh, Spanakopita. Uh, some of you wake up. <laughs> Those are Greek foods, uh, and uh, you say, "Well, I thought it was a gyro." Uh, well, uh, it's a euro, uh, and uh, and they're yummy. All right. Uh, so I only know how to uh, how to order Greek food uh, and what it is, uh, but uh, but I don't speak Greek. But I can. But I have Greek lexicons, uh, and I have. Uh, actually, uh, my, the Bible study program that I use uh, is Logos uh, or Lagos, uh, and it's really about the word, and we're going to see about that in a minute. So I'm going to use some Greek words uh, to explain, um, and that was prompted by this man's conversation uh, with his employees, uh, because all those things are important uh, to us as Christians and explain in a lot of ways why we don't witness to people like we should. Uh, and uh, so let's read again uh, in Acts chapter number 1, uh, the ver- verse number uh, 6 said, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Uh, remember from this morning, it's just it's none of your business, um, and, and this is what you're supposed to do. And by the way, what good would it have done for him to tell them? Um, is this the time that you know, you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He's like, nah, it be a couple thousand years. Because that's what he would have had to have said, and it would have done them no good, uh, and probably would have been discouraged. What two thousand? Like, we're going to be dead, and uh, and uh, and so he just says, you know, don't worry about that. Uh, my father has that under control, uh, and he says it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He's talking about as the Holy Spirit of God is given. We, uh, we, we can read ahead uh, to Pentecost, etc. Uh, and, uh, and he says, it's come upon you and ye shall be witnesses. Now, uh, that means you will be. Um, for example, if uh, we say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord um, shall be saved. Um, it's, it's yes, it will be. Not hope so, not maybe so. Um, it's a command of God, and he says, you shall be witnesses. And remember, Jesus all the time uh, was telling the disciples uh, what, what they're supposed to expect. Uh, tribulation, difficulty, persecution. He said, if they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. Uh, he had told people like, uh, like John and Peter, uh, as they're, you know, vying for information on what God had planned for them, um, God clued some of them in uh, on, on how they were going to um, live and die uh, as, they, as they served Him, uh, which is important uh, because we'll get into that first word, uh, and, uh, and that is this, the word witnesses. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, and in Samaria, and in the uttermost parts of the earth. So we often focus into, um, we're to be a witness. Uh, we can say, yes, I know we're supposed to be a witness. Um, and I could, I could convince you from the Bible that God says that you should. Uh, and not only is it a command, but he says, he that winneth souls is wise. Uh, we, we know that it's fruit uh, that's to our account. It's something that we can do that has eternity's um, value in view. Uh, and uh, so soul winning uh, is, is part of our laying up treasures in heaven. It's part of our, uh, our winning crowns. Uh, it's part of, 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 of as making sure as much as we are part of that in, in, in communicating the gospel to people that we love and care for that they can be saved. 
uh, and heaven can be their home and, uh, and that they can, um, uh, you know, maybe they struggled in life here and uh, et cetera. You know that heaven's a better place and it's a blessing to know when somebody, uh, you know, to know that you're saved, but then to know uh, that somebody else knows the Lord. But uh, he says, you shall be witnesses. Now that word witness uh, the word that was translated witness in our English. So people say, and by the way, I'm not a Bible corrector, uh, and it's amazing, and this is how I learned uh, to handle uh, Greek words and things in Bible college. Uh, and uh, you know, the, um, it says witness, so that's the word martus. And the word martus is where we get our English word. It's the root for the word martyr. All right. So he says, you'll be witnesses, you'll be a martus, uh, and has that, that, that meaning of uh, a martyr, which means you will, it'll cost you something. It is a self-sacrificing thing that I'm calling you and telling you that you should do. Uh, and we know, because he talks about uh, how it's going to impoverish and, uh, or how uh, they have to, uh, to leave father and mother and sister and brother and take up their cross and follow him. Uh, the disciples, from the time they begin to follow the Lord, he says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. Uh, they, they gave up what they did. Uh, many of them gave up uh, their, their families uh, and, uh, and served the Lord uh, most of them obviously uh, became martyrs, like physical martyrs, uh, as uh, they uh, suffered greatly for the cause of Christ. Uh, and uh, but um, you say, you know what the Greek? Uh, you know what the, the word witness means in the Greek? It means witness. <laughs> you know what? Uh, so that's it's the Greek translators, the people who uh, worked and translated our Bible from uh, those languages into English, um, translated them into English. Uh, and that's what those words mean. But when we look at them, uh, and again, uh, I don't know, does anybody else in here speak Greek in the sense of like actual speak it? Uh, no. Uh, and uh, and we, can, we can learn uh, from these words. And what it does is it helps me to understand that uh, being a witness for God is something I should be and uh, I am, uh, it's going to cost me something. It is a self-sacrificing uh, thing that we do. So, uh, which tends to help us understand it's a commitment. Um, God saves us, equips us, empowers us. He's commanded us to do that. He's with us. Uh, and, uh, but um, when, you, when you share the gospel with people, and, you, and if you do it especially as much as you should, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you your job. Um, um, I've known Christians who, um, you know, long before people said, hey, in order to work here, you have to take, you have to take a shot. Um, there are people that said, if you're going to work here, you can't be talking about Jesus. And they decided uh, that God's commanded them uh, to share the gospel and that they're going to obey God and rather uh, the man. And you can say as much as you want about, hey, when you're on their time, you're, uh, you know, on their dime, it's their time, et cetera. And I get all of that. Um, but, but people talk all day about their children. They talk all day about whatever. You have conversations at work. And when somebody says, you can't talk about Jesus at work, you have to make a choice. And so some people have lost their job. It'll cost you your family. It'll cost you relationships. Um, there are people that, that uh, when I got saved, um, you know, that I used to hang out with or whatever, they didn't want to be hanging out with me anymore. They want to hear about Jesus. They don't talk about what Jesus did in my life. When you, when you follow the Lord, by the way, young people, uh, and uh, all that, if, when you follow the Lord and if you have friends that won't be around you, they're not your friends. 
Uh, and, uh, and by the way, you won't have to pick or choose. When you follow Jesus, uh, the choices will be made for you. Um, and, and, and good, by the way. Uh, those might be people, well, maybe, well they need Jesus. Uh, I get all the arguments. Uh, but when you, when you decide you're going to follow the Lord, uh, and uh, it is a, it is a, it's going to cost you, it is a self-sacrificing thing. Uh, so I was thinking about ethos and, uh, and how uh, the guy was talking about that. And, and so as I read this passage of Scripture, uh, I thought, all right, uh, martus, witness, what does that mean? I shall be, uh, it is a command of God, uh, and that being a soul winner, being a missionary right where God has called me to be uh, is going to cost me something. Uh, and it'll cost you. And that is one of the big reasons. We might, you might not even understand or have understood uh, that that's what that, the, the, uh, the sense uh, of that word means. Um, yet we, we still didn't do it. Um, and, and most of it has to do with our pride. Um, we just don't want people thinking ill of us in any way. So we, we fit in, and, and we'll, get, we'll get all over young people and teenagers for, uh, for trying to please their friends, uh, and we do it as adults. And we worry way too much about what other people think. The only person we should be concerned with is Jesus, uh, and Jesus says, go and, 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 and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, and uh, so uh, I have to decide, uh, am, am I, is that what God tells me to do? Yes. Uh, now I'm going to do it. And if I'm not doing it, what's getting in the way? Well, one of the other reasons is the, is the other Greek word uh, that I mentioned uh, that is like my Bible study stuff, and that's the word uh, logos. And that has to be, uh, that's the word uh, or the word of God. Um, the core um, commission uh, in verse number eight uh, that we see there is that we will be witnesses. Uh, witnesses for Christ. And that word witness uh, is like 30-some times in the Bible. Uh, and, uh, but um, witnessing for Christ has been um, counterfeited uh, by a lot of different religions. Uh, and uh, some of them Christian, some of them are not Christian. And by the way, um, not everything calls itself a church is a church. Uh, not every religion uh, has a foundation in the Bible. Uh, there's a lot of uh, crazy stuff uh, that you run into. Maybe perhaps you've had uh, the experience of having some neatly dressed uh, young men or ladies. And by the way, uh, come to your door. Uh, they're on mission. Um, we have a hard time in fundamentalism getting Christians who have the truth uh, to knock on doors, and there are young people in false religions uh, that give two years of their life to go on mission before they go into their careers or whatever. And, uh, and so uh, as, much as, as much as I'm driving in the rain and, and a couple of, of elders are going by on their bicycles and I want to splash them with my car, um, I got to hand it to them. Um, they're out there. And, uh, and they're doing what, they, what they're doing, uh, they're, and they're sincere about it. Now, they're wrong, uh, and, uh, uh, but um, what good does it do us to be right and, 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 not, and not be a witness? If I, if I um, you know, when I run into Jehovah's Witnesses, they say, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. I say, me too. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. They, are you really? I'm like, Yes. And, and, and I'm, of course, I'm messing with them uh, in the, and with the conversation, and I'll be, uh, you know, trying to get the gospel to them. And by the way, uh, if, I, if I initiate that um, as I'm out so winning uh, or I run into, you know, um, some people uh, while I'm out and about, 
uh, I do that. If they knock on my door, I don't answer it. And, uh, and here's why, because the Bible says to not even bid them Godspeed. All right. I know reaping and sowing, and I, and I knock on doors, and, and, uh, and I know. Uh, so I kind of, you can kind of tell, you look out there, and you can kind of tell uh, who's coming to the door. If I, think it's, if I think it's Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses, I just don't answer. Uh, and uh, and uh, so, but uh, if I'm taking it to uh, people, uh, and I'm out there uh, witnessing, and there's been times, like, I remember it was like a battle royale. It was me and, like, I don't know, 20 more Mormons at, at uh, uh, Subway uh, over here by Safeway. And, uh, and so I'm just in there uh, having, having a, a chicken breast foot-long sandwich and just enjoying my day, and they just all just all come in there. And, uh, and, I, and I thought, well, they thought, hey, um, there's a guy in here, and we're all here, uh, and uh, this, would be, this would be pretty easy. Uh, and, uh, and so it was, it was uh, I actually kind of enjoyed that uh, quite, uh, uh, quite a lot, uh, actually, uh, and wish it could happen again. Uh, but, uh, but so you've had that experience where somebody, uh, neatly dressed young man, comes to your door, and after some friendly conversation, you invite them in, and uh, they set up a flannel graph and, uh, and say something like, wouldn't it be nice if we had prophets today? Uh, and uh, then they present uh, really this incredible maze of religious gobbledygook. Uh, and uh, they talk about the Aaronic uh, priesthood and uh, the priesthood of Melchizedek and uh, a modern prophet, by the way, from upstate New York uh, and uh, with an Italian name uh, and, uh, or the Urim and the, uh, and the Thummim, a, a giant pair of spectacles through which uh, this New York prophet translated their sacred book in a plan that uh, will promote uh, you through uh, the, uh, the, uh, the terrestrial and the celestial and, uh, and just on and on and on. Uh, and, uh, and when they, they do this, it's all under the guise of being a witness for Christ, uh, but their gospel is a complete reversal of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if we can just say, okay, yes, I know I'm supposed to spread the gospel and, and share the good news with people, uh, and I'm not doing that. Um, I, get, I get what he says, I shall be, and I know that, but what do I, what do I say? What do I tell people? Uh, and so we've got to have... Uh, the, the logos, the understanding of the word or the word of God uh, to be able to tell people. So when somebody tells me, asks me what I'm about, if that guy's like, hey, uh, what's, you know, what are you about? I would explain to him, the man on the plane, uh, well, I believe in the Bible. I believe in the word of God. And the word of God, um, it, it helps me with my ethos, uh, the inner realities and the things that I live. It's all based on, on the Bible. And so that's where it starts. We're not going to be a soul winner uh, and share the gospel with people. We don't know what the gospel is. So the true witness uh, of Christ uh, is, is um, uh, it's, a, it's a marvel of simplicity. The gospel is very simple. It isn't all this other stuff. And if you do this or the Jehovah's Witnesses and on and on, and you can be part of the 144,000 and then soul sleep and all these, these different things. And, and, and to get away from the, the cultish ones and you get into mainstream Christianity, uh, uh, we, you know, uh, in air quotes, um, there's a lot of things that you do in their religious systems. Uh, in order to maybe, hopefully, possibly get to heaven. And if not, then somebody else will pray you in. Uh, and on and on and on and on. But here's, here's what you say. Yes, I know I'm supposed to be a witness pastor. I'm, I'm here on a Sunday night. I agree with the Bible. I know I, I should. And, uh, and I want to be better at it. 
what, what, do we, what do we say? Uh, here's the gospel. Jesus Christ is God, come in the flesh. That's not what those other groups teach. Uh, and uh, and uh, so Jesus Christ is God, come in the flesh. He died to pay for our sins. Uh, he was resurrected. Uh, he is now exalted in heaven. Uh, he uh, calls us to believe in Him and to receive the forgiveness of sins. That's the gospel in a nutshell. And it is very, very, very simple. That's the good news of the gospel. There's nothing to join. Uh, there's no system to climb. Uh, just a person to receive. Uh, and in Him, uh, the Bible says, we can have eternal life. There's no other way except through Him. So when somebody lays out uh, a message or a logos, a word uh, that doesn't line up with the Bible, you know that it's a false religion or a false doctrine, uh, but, uh, but we can't be you know, so rough on them uh, when we don't understand it our, ourselves. Um, the gospel, uh, let me read it again, uh, is simply Jesus Christ is God come in the flesh. Jesus is the God-man. He is God incarnate. He came uh, and uh, in the flesh, uh, he died on the cross of Calvary, uh, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. He came to pay for uh, our sins, rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, the resurrected Christ. He sits uh, on the right, the right hand of the Father. Uh, he's exalted in heaven, uh, and He calls on us to believe in Him uh, and, uh, and to receive forgiveness of sin. So, Believe in Him is part. Part of that, obviously, is repentance, asking God to forgive us, uh, and we trust Him uh, as our Savior. So, uh, though that witness is simple, um, it, re- it requires a costly commitment, uh, martus, uh, or uh, it requires a commitment from uh, the carriers of the gospel. Uh, and, and, and what it does is it... Um, it touches us in a way um, deep inside. That's what ethos is. Ethos is the inner reality that is there. Not only do I, is the Word of God true and here's the message, but it has affected me. Jesus saved me and then He changed me uh, in that process. I'm a new creature in Christ. Uh, old things are passed away. Uh, I've been given uh, the, the Holy Spirit of God uh, that has indwelled me. Uh, so not only must we have the message, the logos, the word, uh, but, but we have to have, um, I was reading about um, uh, David Livingston uh, and, uh, and um, Sir, uh, what was it? Sir, Henry, um, Sir Henry Stanley uh, said this after just spending some time in, in Central Africa. He said, if I had been with David Livingston, if I had been with him any longer, I would have been compelled to be a Christian. And he never spoke to me about it at all. Uh, David Livingston's witness, uh, his self-sacrifice in Central Africa, the way that he uh, deported his life, his, uh, his, uh, his ethos, uh, the inner reality was so compelling that, that you didn't, he didn't even have to mention Christ. Um, people, you know, we, we say like, hey, that dog, it can smell your fear. Or babies, uh, they know when, when, you, when you're anxious and they can, they can feel it. People, people can tell if you're saved or not. We can, we can uh, you know, parse words and, uh, and, and all these different things till we're blue in the face. It is obvious. People know. Uh, because, because it drives you. Your belief drives your behavior. If we're going to be 
If we decide, yes, I need to be a witness, because God said, I shall be. Uh, And uh, he's given me uh, the word of God and explained to us the gospel message that I am to carry uh, to people. If I'm going to be effective uh, in all of that, uh, then I need to just, uh, my life needs to display the inner reality of what I'm externally proclaiming. Uh, when I was at, I went to the fair, uh, and uh, I love going in there and shopping, whatever, and, uh, and, and eating. That's mostly why I go there. Uh, and, uh, and as I went through there, but, oh, I said, there, there's the rainbow, the rainbow vacuum cleaner people. And, uh, and so I just kind of go up, and uh, it's like, it's all because I haven't seen them for a long time. And, and uh, how many know what I'm talking about? Rainbow vacuum cleaners. And if you went there, and it's water, it's the best filter, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, so I used to sell them. And, uh, and, uh, and so I, you know, I told the lady this story and, uh, and how I didn't have one, but I was trying to sell them. And people would always ask me, like, well, how do you like yours? I'm like, I don't have one. Uh, and it made it harder for me to sell rainbow vacuum cleaners because I didn't own one myself. Uh, so when we communicate the gospel, if we don't, if we're not, if we don't have, if we're a professing but not a possessing, possessing uh, Christian, um, it, it, people people can smell it. They they just know the reason. The reason some people, I won't say you, the reason some Christians don't witness to their coworkers is because it would be so hypocritical and laughable. Because what you say about Christ doesn't line up with what you say at the water cooler. And, uh, and so we have to be tight-lipped because everybody around us will know we're a phony. I'm telling the truth. That's why, that's why most Christians are tight-lipped about the gospel is because, because it, would, it would expose it exposed them to everybody else that they're a Christian, and it, and, and it doesn't compute uh, with them, and you're going to have all kinds of explain, explaining to do. Oh, you go to church? Yeah, I do, like three times a week. Really? Why is that? <laughs> yeah, you go to the bar three times a week. Are you following me? So it's got to it's gotta line up. We don't want that kind of pressure in our lives. And, uh, and so I'll move on. Uh, and uh, with that, so uh, that's the, the apostles, they walked their talk. That's why Paul was able to preach the Praetorian guards while he was in prison. Uh, uh, and uh, because, because he was in there, he's singing about Jesus and he's worshiping uh, in his life. I mean, he's in there uh, for preaching the gospel uh, and people are like that is something. And it, sp- it speaks matter. So this, this matter of ethos, who we are, uh, demands uh, a, an absolute soul-searching honesty uh, because we can deceive ourselves. Uh, and, uh, and so those of us who are Bible-believing uh, you know, people, we need to, you know, who, who would talk about, hear and talk about spiritual things, uh, need to, uh, what we live needs to line up with that. And then, so to be a witness, we need to have logos, right? The word, we need to have uh, ethos or ethos, uh, that inner uh, reality, it's what we're about. We've experienced it ourselves. We're saved. Uh, but let me, let me say this, by the way. Um, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who have been Christians, professing Christians for many years, soul winning, have led people to Christ, and then they've gotten saved. Okay, Preachers uh, who preached in pulpits uh, for decades, who, who did so lost, people still got saved. It doesn't undo what God's done. Uh, people can pick up a gospel track, read the verses on there, get saved. Uh, people can watch a television program, hear the gospel preached, can get saved. Are you following me? 
Uh, and uh, so it is possible for you to lead someone to Christ and not be saved yourself. It's just kind of better, obviously, uh, to, to be a, a, a child of God uh, when, when you do so, because that gets us to the last word. Now, by the way, logos is something you can learn. You can learn the word of God. Um, ethos, the inner reality, is also kind of something you can learn, but it's also a work that God does in us. Because he is growing, we're growing in grace, but there's, God's doing a work. We're putting off and putting on. God is doing stuff. We're doing stuff. We're working together. Uh, and uh, what was that word we used in choir? It's a collaboration. <laughs> uh, brother, he's like, uh. Uh, and, uh, and so it's, it's I'm doing stuff, God's doing stuff. So it's stuff I can learn, but it's also uh, it's things that God shows in, through the Holy Spirit of God uh, and the Word of God. Uh, but here's the, the, the last word. Uh, and it's why it's important that we're saved if we're going to lead people to Christ or tell people about the gospel, and that's the word uh, pathos, passion. Uh, and, uh, and so the apostles were passionate for Christ. Uh, we observe, uh, like if you observe Peter at Pentecost, his message, what he was preaching, or, uh, or uh, Stephen at his stoning, or Paul before Felix, and on and on and on, uh, they were fervent. Uh, and, they, and, and they promoted their faith, they shared the gospel, they were zealous, but their zeal was according to knowledge. Uh, they were passionate about, about what they believed. Um, so when you're, when you're saved and you know it, uh, you know, we, we sing with the kids, if you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, but but with, as an adult, um, you know, we, we need to know that we're saved uh, and, and, and it affects us, and, and it, the, the Bible teaches what's on the inside comes out of the mouth. Um, it, it, elsewhere in the Bible, it's like it's a fire that burns within you. You've got, you have to, you have to share it. Um, and, and, and there's a passion uh, that's involved. I, uh, uh, there's another man, George um, Whitefield, uh, was getting uh, the people of uh, Edinburgh uh, out of their beds at 5 o'clock in the morning to come to revival meetings. Uh, and, uh, and so there's a story of a man that was on his way to church uh, and met a, a, a guy named David Hume. He was a, a skeptic and a, a philosopher, and he was surprised uh, to see this, this skeptic at 5 o'clock in the morning going to hear George Whitefield. And he asked him, he says, I thought you didn't believe in the gospel. And what Hume, Hume replied says, um, I, I don't, but he does. And so he's getting up, a skeptic, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go hear George Whitefield preach, Did, was not a believer, but because George Whitefield believed, um, it compelled him to go. Because George Whitefield was, was passionate, he had pathos uh, for what God had done in his life and, and was sharing that with everybody else, uh, people, people wanted, to, wanted to listen to that. You know, I've heard, I've heard people say, well, I don't, I don't agree at all with what they're saying, but they really, they really believe it. They're passionate about it. People, people will listen to people who are crazy and off, off, off the deep end about what they're communicating, but because they're passionate, they're, they're, they're engrossed with what, what's being communicated. It's like, I don't know, you know, I, I just, uh, um, uh, we, were, uh, we were at men's prayer meeting yesterday. And, uh, we go around praying. Uh, Brother Hugo would pray, he prays in Spanish. 
Uh, and uh, and I, always, I always look forward to, uh, all right, it's coming around, uh, and then he starts uh, and, and, and speaking uh, Spanish. And, and I, always, I, I tend to forget that God speaks Spanish. Uh, and every other language speaks Russian, whatever. And he knows all of them. And uh, and so so here's what here's what I when I when I hear preaching in other languages, praying other language, I say I don't I don't know what they're saying, but I like how they're saying it. It's passionate. And uh, the different inflections and all the different stuff. And uh, and uh, as as people com- in other languages, it's like uh, and it's it's amazing to me. My point is this: is that we've got to have passion. So there's Logos, the word, something that can be learned. Uh, there is the ethos, what we experience, this inner reality that must be lived. Uh, and then there is a pathos, a passion, a spirit-filled power that comes from God uh, that must be proclaimed. And that's what we do. We say, yes, I'm, I, I, I need to be a witness because God said, what do I say? The gospel. And how do I communicate? How do I say it? Gotta be, it's got to be lined up with this book. And you got to live it, uh, and uh, and you've got to be passionate about it. So if if you uh, if you go to the uh, barista at Starbucks, or maybe it was your like, uh, let's say today, it's like tracks how people taking tracks, like oh it's fresh, uh, we got to be a witness, and I'm almost done. And uh, so take a track, and you're at uh, and you're at uh, whatever Olive Garden, whatever, uh, and that's at the end or whatever, and you've been nervous the whole time. And so it comes over and with your check or whatever, and they run now. They just like, oh, they drop it off. They don't come back. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, and some of it is Christians. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and so finally, well, they're coming back. And you say, hey, excuse me for one second. Um, um, my pastor said I should hand these out, so here. Okay. Well, they might go, oh, okay. And they'll get it, and maybe they'll read it. And at least they have it in their hand. Uh, and, uh, but, um, but what if... What if you're just excited about it, and you're excited to tell them, and, and, and you communicate that with passion, and you say, hey, let's let me, you know, let me tell you about something, whatever, you got a second, whatever. and they're going to, they, you haven't, you know, by the way, do this all, uh, this is the technique part, uh, do it all before you check that 10%, 15%, or 20% uh, on that box. You have a captive audience, but be passionate. Uh, let me tell you about what God did for me. And then you share your testimony. You give them a gospel. I'm so excited about God and church and whatever. Uh, and uh, what are you passionate about? And, you know, and then I like rock climbing. I like whatever. And then it's like really into it. You know, I'm, I, you know I get it, man, because I'm really into Jesus. And people will see that. And they might, they might think you're nuts. But, but they'll listen to you because you're passionate. You're, pa- you're a passionate nut. And it goes a long way. But, but passion is something... You can't learn like logos or even ethos. Passion is something that God's got to give us. We talk about burdens. Um, and, uh, and so it brings us to our invitation tonight, and that's it's simply this. You say, I'm not passionate uh, when it comes to sharing the gospel. Um, you're passionate about sports. You're passionate about a lot of stuff. I get you know, ask you, hey, what do you think about that coronavirus shot? Oh, all kinds of passion. Come, it just pours out of you. Uh, so I know you're passionate, uh, but what you're passionate about um, sometimes isn't the right thing. Uh, and, uh, and God wants us to, to be passionate about him and about his witness uh, and that he's called us to be. And so tonight is just simply asking God, God, I, I need passion.
to be a soul winner. I need it, and I don't have it. And, and for, forgive me. Uh, I don't even have logos. I don't have ethos. Uh, I, I, you know, Martus, uh, something that's, I mean, my religion has not cost me, Lord. Come to church, my, you know, my, I don't got anybody, my family's mad at me. I don't got, um, people don't care, my coworkers, everybody's, I mean, I don't, have, I don't have one conflict because of my religion. I've not suffered one thing. Uh, I've, you know, I don't have a neighbor that's mad at me. Uh, I, don't have, I don't have a relative that I put a gospel track in their Christmas card that called me back and yelled at me. There's nothing. Hasn't cost me a thing. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe uh, you need to make some changes. So God said it will be. You shall be witnesses, Martus. Uh, and, uh, and so just ask the Lord to just help you um, to get this. Uh, because when you get this, passing out tracts and showing up to Saturation Saturday or whatever, inviting somebody out to church for, for Friend Day or for Christmas cantata or whatever, it's like, man, just bring it on. I just want it. Hey, I can't just, hey, can we have, where are the tracks? We're out of tracks, Pastor. Uh, can we get more tracks? Can we have a track rack? Uh, can we have more variety of tracks? Uh, can we, you know, whatever, what can we do? What's the next thing? What can, uh, we're just excited, just passionate about it. And, um, you know, I know people passionate about, in this church, passionate about hunting, fishing, cars, Seahawks, Mariners, um, all kinds of stuff that ladies get passionate about. Um, I know it's there. Um, but this, <laughs> this is what we need to be passionate about. Let's all stand uh, and, uh, and let's do business with the Lord tonight and ask Him. Ask God for the Spirit-filled power that he's, that he's given us, by the way. He promised it and He's given it to us. Uh, and just claim that for your own life. Say, God, I need, I need what this, this verse is telling me that I need.